Hello world, it's Zaina back with another podcast and today I'll be critiquing Avatar and answering three lucky people's questions, so let's get started. So the first question asked by user Anushka Menon from Toronto, Canada asks, are oppressed characters able to reconstruct their lives free from colonial influences? Well, no. Any form of retaliation done by the natives, or even if they simply cut off ties with these colonial influences, would cost them their life eventually. For example, going back to the story that Grace told Jake about Neytiri's sister, she said, Neytiri's sister still went and stopped coming to school. She was angry about the clear cutting. And one day, she and a couple of other young hunters came running and all painted up. They'd set the bulldozer on fire. I guess they thought I could protect them. So to expand on this quote, she was referring to how Silwanen tried to dictate her own life by not showing up to school anymore, by giving herself the freedom to choose not to associate with the sky people or the culture or traditions. However, her not giving into the colonial influence is what cost her her life. All it took was one action for her to be seen as a threat, and her death was actually used to show that if anyone tried to get in the way of the company, even if it were for their own freedom or liberation, they'd get punished. It's as simple as that. It's like those indigenous children in residential schools. Some of them were actually killed for running away for their own freedom or tortured for disobeying the head of the school. And another answer I can give you, Anishka, is that oppressed characters will always be targeted. The whole point of post-colonialism is about the after-effects of all of these powerful influences dominating and dictating other groups of people. It's about leaving the string of Eurocentricism and European superiority behind. For example, at the very beginning of the film, Jake said twice the strong prey on the weak. So the Navi population, they're obviously the oppressed ones in the story, and they're being exploited by the corporate company who only cared about their capitalist benefits. And they wouldn't stop pestering the Navis until they got exactly what they wanted. But what would happen if they actually got a hold of all of that unobtainium? Would they just leave the natives alone? Of course they wouldn't. After all, did the British leave the First Nations alone after they signed all of those treaties granting them rights? No, they just kept taking more and more until they gained full dominance in all of Canada. The same thing goes for the sky people. Jake himself said, more sky people are going to come and they're going to come like a rain that never ends. The Navi's home tree was colonized and destroyed. How could they possibly rebuild a new life from scratch if the company just kept exploiting them? Hopefully that helps. On to the second question asked by user Maria from Germany. She asks, does the text introduce new forms of imperialism that replace traditional practices of colonial projects? Well, I'd say that the movie is pretty spot on at capturing the strategies of colonization, but I wouldn't really say there were new forms of imperialistic concepts that were introduced, but rather they were enhanced. So there was this thing that Parker and Grace are arguing about, and Parker basically told her, look, look, you're supposed to be winning the hearts and the minds of the natives. Isn't that the whole point of your little puppet show? If you look like them and you talk like them, then they'll start trusting us. You see, in order for the corporation to gain dominance over Pandora, they came up with the ways to build on the relationship with the Navi, just like the British did when they came up with the Indian Affair Act to create an alliance with the not-so-happy First Nations. Unlike real-life colonization, where the settlers tried to win the hearts of indigenous people over by romanticizing European culture, in Avatar, they gave importance to Navi culture. They created these avatars in order to gain their people's trust over because it simply showed, hey look, we're all one, cultural practices aside, looks aside, we're all the same. And of course, it was an imperialist tactic in order to gain power, but it was a smart way of allowing them to push their Eurocentric ideals all over this new planet and it made it seem like European dominance isn't such a bad thing. 
gain their trust, do things their way, and they might just allow you to do the same. Assert power sneakily. And yet the smartest part about this tactic was that it showed itself as diplomatic. We're running out of time, so let's skip on to the final question asked by Kaina from the US. She asks, how do characters resist colonial control? Well, okay, so Kaina, the Navi people, basically, they use their sacred beliefs to bring together the clans and take down the colonizers. And Torok Makto is a very important symbol, and I will be explaining why. So Jake, as Torok Makto said in the movie, you ride out as fast as the wind can carry you. You tell the other clans to come. You tell them Torok Makto calls to them. And we will show the sky people that they cannot take whatever they want. And that this, this is our land. So this quote explains how Torok Makto was a symbol that represents unity. Torok Makto is the one who collectively brings together all of the clans. And by doing so, they all came together, pitched in their resources, and fought and resisted the colonizers from taking over. And another uh, answer, sorry, that I'm going to give you to this question is one word, alliance. So in the movie, Jake told the colonel and Selfridge, they're going to study me. I have to learn to be one of them. So the Navis, they created an alliance with some of the sky people like Grace, Jake, Norm, Trudy, Max, everybody they basically trusted. And so, specifically for Jake, they, in order to trust him, they taught him to be like them. And they also used this as a strategy to learn his earth people ways and see how they'd be able to stop the colonizers from taking over. Because he was one of the earth people, right? He would know the ways. So, hopefully that answers the last question for you. That's it for today, everyone. Hope you enjoyed the podcast. Goodbye.